uh, I know you didn't want to talk about it anymore, Pam, but I'm going to mm-hmm. make you. Okay. Shoulder charge. Mm-hmm. Jack White in charge. Michael Ennis not. Jack yeah. White in escapes punishment. Fair? Unfair? How'd you see it? I think it was. Uh, I don't. I feel like there wouldn't be a problem if Michael Ennis was charged in the first place. I think that was the thing that caused so much uproar. Is that if he was charged, then it would have made sense, I guess, in in just like the narrow space of time that it happened. In between the two tackles, you know, mm. so that mm. one was charged and one wasn't. I don't really, I did, I couldn't really see that much of a difference between the two of them. So I feel like if Michael Ennis was charged in the first place, then Jack White and being charged wouldn't have been such a surprise. So I think it makes sense that he was then let off when he went to the judiciary because there's fair. You could take a number of examples of shoulder charges and ones that weren't, um, that didn't go to the judiciary from this year and put any of them up, and he would have got off, I think. Yeah, I, look, I disregard Michael Ennis. Mm-hmm. Disregard all those sort of inconsistencies and shoulder charges throughout the year. Jack Whiten's, I can't even call it a tackle, mm. shoulder charge. Mm. He never attempted to make the tackle. Let's mm. start there. Yeah, agree. He's put his head in front of the runner, which you just don't do when you're trying to tackle someone. Uh, they've yeah. collided, they've, I think they've collided heads. Yeah, they did yeah, say it was a head clash at the time. Looking. So that was in every definition a shoulder charge. Then why did he get off? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Whether, the was thing. the video why working? Was the video working? Did they actually watch the tackle, or did they just look at still photos and, and see whether his no, elbow they, was touching the side of his body? They did both, um, and I agree with you. Both Michael Ennis and Jack White were shoulder charges yes. in my mind. So, yeah. so. The, the problem is that the way the National Rugby League defined a shoulder charge in that there were three checkpoints that they had to go through. There had to be force. Um, there had to be uh, uh, the shoulder in beside the uh, the arm in beside the, the body and so forth. It just made it too easy to escape a punishment because you had to get all those three things right. Otherwise, a defence could walk in there and say, well, that's not going to stick. So that's why Michael Ennis wasn't charged. So Michael mm-hmm. Ennis wasn't charged because they had vision of the arm away from the body. Okay, fine, he doesn't satisfy that. But it's only by your definition because every other definition of that tackle that I saw from Michael Ennis was that it's a shoulder charge. And if we go back to the reason why shoulder charges were outlawed, and that is to protect the player from a concussion, what's the point? Or death, good point. I said, Whiten's tackle was, again, there could have been so much damage in that tackle to both players. Himself, himself included. Correct. And I was under the understanding that that was the exact tackle that the NRL was trying to get out of the game. It's got a, you know, I was talking to someone from the NRL and I said, it doesn't pass the pub test. Mm. And, and, and he said, oh, you can't have people doing the pub test. But you do because the people in the pub are your customers. And as a result of that, they've got to be able to say, you know, I, I used to have confidence that I could look at something and say, grade two. Grade one. Or grade three. Now... It's like by your definition, you're just making it hard mm. to enforce the thing that you wanted to do to make the game safer to get more people interested slash playing. Hopefully mm. this is just a big red flag moment where everyone gets in over the off-season and goes, right, there is no more grey area here. You, but like, That's why they've, they've painted themselves into a the, corner yeah. because then they've defined everything so damn much. I and agree. then that's yeah. why people get off on it because it – there's just little technicalities that you can escape. There's loopholes where uh, I don't, you can, the, the rule should be no shoulder charge and everyone knows what a shoulder charge is and just don't be stupid and don't shoulder charge. But how do you, do, how, 
Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I go the other way, Maria. I say more grey area. More grey area. Because you yeah. say, because you say hey, no shoulder charge. If you want a shoulder charge, we'll decide whether it's a shoulder charge or not. Yeah. And, and the match review committee and the referee and the judiciary, there's three elements there that you have to get past mm-hmm. to see whether it's a shoulder charge. Well, you actually don't have to. You can get, just get the match review committee. So match review committee and then independent of that, the judiciary. And if they both – because you can look at it and go, it's a shoulder charge. But at the moment, by the definition that you've provided, it doesn't fit, therefore it's out. Wrong. Yeah. It's Wrong. just – it's not even more grey area, you know. It's just more – kind of common sense in it and just trusting yeah. people's common sense, exactly. you know, and just trusting in the process that what, that particular people know what a shoulder charge is because we all do. But now that there's all these rules surrounding it, no one knows anymore. Cause if those That's two, right. if those two hits weren't shoulder charges, I absolutely, I do not know what there was always is. going, when they brought this in, there was always going to be gray areas. Um, yeah. you know, because look, there are times when collisions are made where you do turn your body and, 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 and things like that. But again, this, <laughs> that was a shoulder charge if ever I've seen one. There's grey areas all the way through rugby. How long are you allowed to lay on the tackled player? Mm. However long that referee says yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that, that's that's the point. Anyway, let's move past that because we've got some cracking games of footy. Mm-hmm. Most notably on fr- uh, Saturday night down at GAO Stadium. The Viking. I can't wait. The Viking the clap. The Viking clap. I don't know. Good. The players didn't see it because they were in the dressing shed. But <laughs> the crowd there, the way that they've engaged the community, I think yeah. that's the key takeout. It was a it was a crowd led, a fan led initiative where they said, We're loving this so much, we want to create an atmosphere there. And if you're the club going, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. and we'll support you. Yeah. It's the, fantastic. The yeah. Raiders fans are very active on social media. Yes. They're they're like a little community in themselves. So if they want to do something, they can get it started. And the Canberra Raiders social media team needs to be commended. I don't know who they've got in there anymore actually, but it, it, they're fantastic this year. Um, and I think that really helps. Yeah, they're all they're all down there by themselves down there in yeah. the ACT, and I think that that part, that helps the the community, you know, as well. Um, and that that game sold out. That was sold out two days ago, Brilliant. you know. And people are just like, "Where can I get tickets? Where can I get tickets?" Yeah. A guy I know that used to work at the Raiders uh, recently. He can't get tickets. He's like, he's he's isn't got all over Facebook saying, yeah. "Can I get tickets for something? Yeah. Has anyone got any spare ones?" It's just great. Isn't it great? All the bureaucrats down there in Canberra got all that time on their hands, sitting in their <laughs> yeah. little cubicles, and they're very, very active online. Mm-hmm. We love it. Um, probably playing Dungeons and Dragons as well. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You, you need to update your references. <laughs> really, Dungeons and Dragons. Mid eighties. Mid eighties. Pokemon Dungeons Go. Dungeons and Dragons. Pokemon Go. Pokemon, Pokemon Go, go yeah. mate. Yeah. Pokemon Go. Then, then, then they're not sitting in their <laughs> cubicles, are they? They're out on the street <laughs> flicking people with things. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh come on, mate. <laughs> Can I just confirm that I never played Dungeons and Dragons? Okay. Sure. I don't no know about that. Believing it. No one's believing it. Okay, Robbie Farah. Can we all get a take on what happened at Sunday at Leichhardt Oval? Not the game, uh, for any West Tigers fans that are listening. Less said about the game, the better. But the aftermatch with Robbie Farrow sitting on the scoreboard, and, and by extension, you know what happens now with Robbie Farrow, we think South Sydney, it's just a matter of numbers now. Um, I thought that was just extraordinary, the whole episode. Yeah, I thought it was, it was sad. That's what I thought. I wasn't I thought, sure what oh, to take from sad. it. It was I thought, uh, but I thought, oh, you know, I can understand why he would want to do that. But then there was, but it just brought a little bit of humanity to the conversation that's always just been about money and it's been about power and mm. it's been about, and it just brought, you know, he's a human being who doesn't feel like he has, uh, he is wanted or needed. And that's pretty, 
tough for anyone to go through, but to go through it so publicly, regardless of who's right, who's wrong, blah, blah, blah. I, th- I thought it just brought a, just a touch of yeah humanity to the situation. Yeah. From what I understand, a, a friend of mine is a very good friend of Robbie's and he's done it really tough. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's emotionally been, it's been very tough for him. Yeah. And I think we saw that. I, yeah. I just thought it was strange. I just yeah. thought it was strange. You know, Do you know what? Those photos, though, are just going to be so iconic. They're just uh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. Images. It's just going to be a moment that people will remember forever and those photos are just going to be hashed out, you know, forever. Senior writer, ear to the ground, uh, mm. South Sydney and no one else? Or are there other... I know. I think it's just South Sydney. Right. I think it's just... So it's a matter just, of when it's going to be announced. It's just numbers now. Yeah. It's just numbers they have. It's going to be weird seeing him in a South Jersey. Very strange. Mm. It's going to be weird seeing him in any other jersey yeah. other than a Tigers jersey. Yeah. Um, mm. Look, it's gonna, I don't know how it's going to go. What do you, what do you think? I, I, I actually think this might be the best thing for Robbie Farris football. Yeah. yeah you know, as in new lease of life. Yep, the other yep, thing yep. is you go in there, you're not the big kahuna. Yeah, Greg is and Sam is. Yeah, and so as a result of that, you fit within those systems, mm-hmm. and I think that could be the best thing for him. Could bring the best football out in. Yeah, Cameron McGuinness, uh, youngster, yeah. might have to get pushed out if that's the case. It's funny. I I, I always thought Cameron McGuinness was going to be uh, you know the successor um, after Isaac Luke left, but I don't know. He just hasn't sort of found the form mm. um, that he did when when he sort of come on the scene. So. Uh, the talk, yeah, I guess talk is that he could be he could be pushed out. From what I understand, um, and this is a personal personal opinion, um, very very fit and good endurance athlete doesn't have that next level speed yeah. that someone like a Damian Cook has out of dummy yeah, half, yeah. and that makes them just so much more dangerous. He's been yeah. playing good football. I, I really like Damian Cook too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's going to be interesting, even with those two as well. So mm-hmm. uh, now before we get to more games, and we'll get through that in our next segment, but uh, just finally here. Uh, match fixing allegations, Maria. Yes. Um, again, it uh, wasn't me. No, right. <laughs> no, no one's. Maria, what have you done? It, it is alleged. Yes. Um, uh, another stain on the game that they could uh, certainly do without. Yeah, definitely, and it's just um, all reading all the papers today. The NRL sort of thought, not that it wasn't important, but you know, it's so hard to prove um, match fixing that maybe it would sort of just die down a little bit. And it's not. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting summer. Now this, um, yeah, this is still this is still off the back of what we spoke about earlier in the year. Yes, in yeah, relation yeah, to man. Well, yeah. now, yeah. now, now they've set up a strike force, strike force and Neralda. Yeah, Neralda. Yeah, I did think it was interesting. I read a quote um, uh, from Eddie Hayson the other day, and he said something like, "I didn't have much on it. It was only twenty or thirty grand." That's right. And I was like, "You what? <laughs> I I won't even put twenty dollars." I'm like, "Oh, I can buy." KFC with this. <laughs> it was in my back pocket. What are you talking about? What happened to the shop years ago at Belmore? That wasn't KFC. What no, was that, that's sushi. That's like sushi. For a, that's like a nice oh, special occasion. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Not like an everyday. Right. Yeah. Of course, KFC everyday <laughs> food. Get a three piece feed. And like, three piece feed. I have money in my pocket. Half you had money on that cream. match fixed <laughs> match fixing result. Uh, Pam, your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I just think it's it's horrible, but. The fact that they, um, New South Wales Police, are dedicating time and resources and money to this, yes, it just weathers smoke. They did a, obviously a lot of pre-investigation before yeah. they set up a strike force. So you, you understand they obviously are convinced that there is something there. The mm-hmm. proof of it, it will be much more difficult. If I'm the National Rugby League and to maintain the integrity of your product, it is absolutely vital. I would get Ray Murray in the house because he's yeah. a guy who understands gambling and understands gamblers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's very important that you have someone in there that knows that. Because if you're prepared to put your hand out and take money mm-hmm. from betting organisations, then you have to maintain the integrity of your sport, yeah. uh, even beyond that. 
you know, beyond that. Because when mum and dad and the kids turn up, how do they explain to them, well, I'm not sure he was trying. Or, you know, mm. that, yeah. that is the that. death of your sport. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That is your death. It would be devastating. Like I was saying the other day, people who go, go to us, oh, it's just a game. What do you care about the results? Just a game. And I'm like, well, I've invested nine months in this. Correct. I'm basically having a child. It's the final yes. series. <laughs> like, yeah. do not, you know, and years and years and years of support. Yes. For, for you to know that you rock up to a game and, and something underhanded, it's absolutely devastating. Devastating. I would be so upset. Yeah, because you genuinely believe in every game that anyone can win. And that doesn't, it honestly doesn't matter if it's, you know, the bottom place team playing the top place team. Yep. We've seen it on so many different occasions that anything can happen. So you, you want you want to go in there believing that, you know, you have faith in your players. And, and I said, I've said it before. Like if I found out that my club was doing something like this, I don't think I could support them. Like you got to separate the club from the individual. Yeah. True. Too. But True. like, uh, I don't know. I would find it really hard. Imagine if you're Jeff Tuvey. Good point. Yeah. Good and going, point. are you kidding? Imagine if you're a teammate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah, you've yeah. Yeah. Your eyes and on you. you've lost sleep. You've Coach put in all of this staff. effort. If we assume that these allegations exactly. are yeah. to True. be proven, so yeah. You, but you make a great point. Jeff Turvey lost his job. Mm. Yeah, Jeff Turvey based lost on, his job, based on and they missed the semi-finals. They mm. ran ninth yeah. Yeah. last year. So I know the decision was made before that, but um, mm. yeah, it's it, got to be okay. an investigation. He's getting it. He's getting oh, it. Oh, wow. What a, what, wow. what a premonition. What a premonition. You've got to say it like Jeff. There needs to be an investigation. investigation he is such a legend. Uh, uh, speaking of investigation, I believe they've uh, delved into it. Um, overnight, it would seem that North Queensland players, including <laughs> international forward Jason Taumalolo, yes. have been caught in Townsville. Uh, they were pulled over for a random breath test and they were found to have <laughs> eggs. And egg cartons. Several. In their car. Several. Yeah. Four and a half kilos of egg carton in their car. Um, That's just Jason Tallow's <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. It's just <laughs> late night. It just went out for a late night yeah, snack. Yeah, he's just doing prep coals. for the week. Do they have 24 hour coals in to- uh, Townsville? I'm sure they do. Food prep. Um, yeah, so I think we forget um, Jason particularly because he's had such a good career. He's very young. He's 22 turning 23. Um, you know, we uh, we were all young ones. So we don't make the best decisions. And how great so egging. Great. Isn't it egging great? is great. Oh, I used to love yeah. it. You know, I thought about that and I, I thought have about... no idea what you mean. Oh, <laughs> oh, Pam Whaley. <laughs> sounds like, at you. Sounds like Pam used to get egged. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've got a mate who used to do that too and you're like, oh, that's ridiculous and it's funny and it's all wrapped up into one. But yeah. you're not representing someone or something yeah. and yeah. that's the thing like at what point i i get it it's fun and you and i, I you, you get spurred on or egged on by your mates <laughs> hey, 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 hey i see ding, what you did there ding. wow um and and you know you just think at what point do you go oh probably shouldn't yeah. yeah look he just needs to go to the principal's office exactly paul green's <laughs> office have a sit down have a chat call his mum be like, come yeah, on, exactly. Jason. Get a note sent home with you. Get a note sent home. In his bag. Yeah. It's more embarrassing than anything, isn't yeah. it? Like, and those under 20 kids are playing is. as well this, yes. this weekend. So, you know, it's you know everybody needs a bit didn't of it. They, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Did I read it that they they had footage of them walking out of the petrol station oh, with, the, with the eggs? Oh, God. <laughs> with the eggs. Oh, it's incriminating. <laughs> who, are they, who are they throwing <laughs> them They had no defence. Good point. Who were they throwing them at? Cameron Smith, apparently. No. No. Who's up there? But the, the guy actually came forward to the police and, and said... Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, identified yeah. And yeah. Ident- they yeah. identified the car. I'm watching a show oh on... Oh, God. Uh, how yeah. was that support up there in Townsville? I know. <laughs> well, he mightn't have known that. They're... And when he looked in, he would have gone, oh! 
Sorry, but officer. How did he these are not the gentlemen. Oh, these are all the car. Yeah, yeah, Plus, yeah, there's only mind. four cars in Townsville <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, a big hello to all our Townsville <laughs> listeners. listeners. Mm. Love you. Far North Queensland. Um, here is a final word from Paul Green. In the whole scheme of things, though, let's keep it in context. <laughs> we're talking about an egging here. On, at home, we're watching the series Narcos. Uh, which is about Pablo Escobar. Yes. And, and when you hear this, you think, oh, yeah, the trucks that came in and out of Peru and all that sort of thing, <laughs> carrying eggs. <laughs> but anyway, um, you will hear more about that over the next couple of days. I can imagine that the Cowboys will not stand down Jason Taumalolo pending an inquiry in the lead-up so. to this I Cowboys. Mean, uh, but he'll what? never be able yeah. to look at an egg again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All the jokes from the players when he goes to the omelettes, yeah, uh, the breakfast yeah, the next day, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they'll all be there. Um, it's all here too <laughs> on the Run to the Finals podcast brought to you by the Big League magazine and, of course, Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. one 800 555